Welcome back to Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> what I do now? You, during the whole song, he's just standing at the red light, just waiting for it. I'm waiting for it to go. <laughs> and rocking out to the tunes. I'm almost bar for bar with the theme song. Okay, all right. Who's 100% real? It's Gil! Catchy, ain't it? Yeah, Catchy. yeah. It really... Yeah, it, it, it really cuts glass. It sticks to you. That's more child support. <laughs> Ain't got to pay it now. <laughs> Welcome back to Gil's Arena, everybody. We see the chat filling up. We appreciate y'all with the living legend Gilbert Arenas. What up? We got Rashad McCants back mm -hmm. in the building. Mm -hmm. We see the shirt. Mm -hmm. We see it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're going to talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> the shirts are always top-notch, <laughs> luxurious. And again, show's presented by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has showed us love. To show your love to Underdog Fantasy, go ahead, download that app, sign up, use promo code Gills Arena. They will match your first deposit up to $100. And I'm just going to give you all a little bit of advice. When you first use it and you start hitting the pickums, stay away from the fours and the fives. Keep it two, three, <laughs> or less. Make your bread. Fact. If you start getting up fours or fives, somebody's going to betray you every game. Fact. Every game. I'm every doing, single time. I'm doing it now. You know? I, wait, actually, I need a re-up. Someone needs to re-me up. Re-up, I'm of us. out. Two of I'm, us. I'm out. I need more money. <laughs> Shit. And if you want to be featured in our Mostly Fan segment at the end of the show, go ahead. You're in the chat. Y'all thriving. Y'all getting your comments in. Drop some good questions in there. They got to be good. That's the key. Good questions. We will ask them at the end of the show. We had some great stuff yesterday. We appreciate y'all. We couldn't tell if it was coming from white or black people, but then we looked at the handles <laughs> and we we were able to assess the situation. All right, but let's let's get right into it. Uh, so we talked about Draymond yesterday, and that was before we got the news of his eventual fate, what his punishment was going to be. So most people felt that Draymond Green getting ejected in Game Two of the Warriors King series was sufficient enough punishment. Some even thought it was excessive. But then Adam Silver and them they came through and they they stomped down on Dre, suspending him for Game Three. Now, I'm going to say it's a safe bet. Draymond going at Kings fans with Silver in the building, calling them pussies and MFers and all that other stuff. We see it right here. Standing on chairs, flexing. Like they won a championship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that might have had something to do with this suspension. In a statement, the league said the suspension was also based in part on Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts. NBA executive VB Joe Dumars added some more context. He said, here's what it came down to. Excessive and over-the-top actions, conduct detrimental, and a repeat offender. That's what separates this, where you end up with a suspension. So my question for both of y'all, why is the NBA bringing up old shit to justify Draymond Green's suspension? I think that, that, was, that was foul. I mean, you know, you can't. You can't bring in you know, past behavior to justify why you're suspending them today, right? Either you're just going to say, listen, he's, he did enough right here to suspend him. Don't just say, oh, this, 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 and say this is the reason we're suspending him because this action alone wasn't, you know, it wasn't justifiable. So you use a whole bunch of other bullshit just to put in and just suspend him. Just say, look, we're going to suspend him for, we, we think he kicked this. You know, we then we kicked them, so that's what we're suspending them for. Rashad, how do you feel about the whole situation? I see the face already. Let it rip. A repeat offender? We're gonna keep letting them steal from the store. <laughs> what? We're gonna keep letting them give them the same thing, give them the same punishment for doing the same crime. 
Usually, that's usually Come how it works. Come on now. You that's know how it works. works. You know how it works. Nah, I've never. If you keep going in, we mm-hmm. keep giving you more. The more times you come in here, you get more. Just like in the drug program. You fail the first chance, they give you the uh-huh. second one. Ten games. No, five games. Five games. Third one, 25. No, third one, five games. Third one's five games. Third, The fourth one was a year. Not for weed. Yes. No. Yes. Nobody ever got suspended a year for weed. No one got it, but uh-huh. that was the penalty for the fourth time. So what I'm saying is like Draymond can't keep doing the same thing and not getting really penalized for it. Like, this is going to be the one wake-up call, I think, for the Warriors, for him to be like, yo, why I keep doing things to jeopardize the team? Wait, so you don't think you don't think missing, getting fined basically 250 grand? For something you didn't have to do? 250 grand? For something you That's did? A, yeah, that, listen, it's 250 grand or whatever he makes per game. Plus playoffs. Playoffs is a different. Yeah, yeah it's a different. Yeah. It, don't, it don't impact your, and, your and game look, No, I don't. Okay. It's repeat offender. Repeat offender. That's the only thing. It's like, man, you gonna keep doing this? We gotta keep seeing this and expecting this behavior from you. If that wasn't the case, I'd be with you. I'm like, yo, it's a little obsessive what y'all doing, but nah, this the dude that keeps stealing from the stove. Same way, you keep taking them in and bringing them back. But but you can't. I mean. Gail, he keeps stealing from the but stove. But it's just like any technical. You can't just compound all the technical. You have to. That's why they do it at the end of the year. They say you get 18 or 17, 16, what's the max? I think 16. 16, you 16 and 17, you out. We can't keep letting you do this and not have a consequence to it. He's got the consequence. He's, he's, he's missed the game. But you know, listen, playoffs, that's not regular season shit. So playoffs is his own different, it's his own different animal. So... You know, this is, was his first technical in yeah. playoffs? But it wasn't a technical. That was the thing. It was the flagrant. It was a flagrant, too. And me, right. me and my homie had a conversation about that. Like, it's a difference between getting a technical and getting ejected, then getting a flagrant, too. My off. thing is, Dumars, where's that 80 talk? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was knew. 80s basketball right there. You supposed to be a bad boy in business. That's what, that's what y'all was built on. Where is this? Like, what I'm saying is he's the last person to say what's, what's behavior when you, your team was built on that type of shit. That looked normal to me. Y'all had, y'all had rules for Michael Jordan. Yes. You were going to foul the shit out of him. If that was Michael Jordan down there and that was you, that's normal basketball. You couldn't wait to go there. You couldn't wait to go there. Joe Dumas, your ass, you know All better. I'm you know better. Keep the same smoke. For real. For real. Hey, it was like 40 years ago now. Things have changed. Rashad, you had some interesting things to say about suspension before the show. Perhaps you could share those with us. I mean, just the fact that, you know, how it happened. You know what I'm saying? You can't justify doing something because something was done to you, right? Yeah. Can't justify that because the rule is going to be if you go back and look at it, if Draymond don't even do his WWE Hulk Hogan, The Rock ugh, stomp on him, uh-huh. and he just let it go. Let's just say he bring his foot down and slide off of Sabonis. They're gonna go back and look at it and be like, "Oh, he's holding you," mm-hmm. and this is gonna be a one way thing. But for it not to be one way is because uh, Draymond got to be Draymond. Draymond got to be Draymond, and that's excessive and a little over the top. And it's like, bro. If you got held the first game, you got held the second game, don't put your team in jeopardy by thinking you got to retaliate. That's discipline. Like, it's not showing no discipline on his part. As a vet, knowing that this is Dennis Rodman, Carmelo type shit, 
we in the trenches. We need you. We can't have you doing this just to prove a point to the fans. And what advice would you give to Draymond about suspension? You got to pull your skirt down, B. <laughs> hey, Cam, kill it, Cam. Listen, tell this man. Hey, yo, pull your... You tough, right? You tough. It's just one game. <laughs> Niggas get suspicious every game, B. You feel me? Pull your skirt down. We're going to survive this. <laughs> You're going to survive. <laughs> You're going to survive this. Oh, my Good God. Good look out. But no, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So we talk about Drake. Just some career stats for you guys. <laughs> Good live. That's a little setup. That's a That's nice little setup. I was, I was, I was, that was, was a nice little yeah, setup. I was trying to yeah, yeah. touch. When we look at Draymond in his career, 162 career technical fouls, 17 ejections, and now four suspensions. Would there have been more backlash from the league if they didn't suspend him for this game? Um, I don't know. It was... It seemed like that one was 50-50. I don't, I don't, I, it was justifiable, right? Either way, um, you can, you, they could have pulled it off and said, well, because he was holding them, you know, we're not going to penalize the reaction. Mm -hmm. And people would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. You suspend him. Everybody's like, hey, okay. So I, I think it would, it would have, it would have went 50-50 on it. Um, and I think the reason they're using back history is for everyone to just be like, oh, okay, that makes that makes, makes more sense. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think it makes the league look bad when you take everything into account. When you look at Draymond, heart and soul of this Warriors dynasty, team feeds off his emotion, but this is now the second time he's been suspended in a pivotal moment in the playoffs. Last time was game five of the 2016 NBA Finals, mm -hmm. which was the only missed playoff game in Draymond's career. Mm. We all know how that series ended. So question for both of y'all, what are the chances that the Warriors can overcome <laughs> Draymond's absence in Game Three and beyond to take this series. Game Three at Game Three at home, um, they play a lot faster, shoot a lot of threes. Um, it's more of an up and down pace. They can they can manage without them um, because they're at home, but you know it's you, you're still missing you know the heart and beat of the team that that keeps everyone accountable. So. Um, if they're not just on fire making shots, it will be difficult for them to win this game. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think without Draymond, they're going to struggle big time. And the fact that Draymond is one of those dudes that thrives on giving the ball in fast breaks, half-court offense, giving goals, you know, getting that ball in the pick-and-roll opportunity, weak side basketball, all of that can't be facilitated from anybody else. We had that argument. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's where I feel like he put his team in the biggest predicament because now they, they lose the biggest piece to facilitate all the other weapons. Now, when you don't got those weapons that are clicking on, you know, all cylinders because of him, everyone's in disarray of how they're going to get their shots, where they're going to get their shots. It's got to be fast break. Now you got to play defense. That's not how they work. So it's going to be different. Mm -mm. Don't say nothing. What happened to them three? When you were sitting right there, them three people you named, Mooney, Booty, and Dewey. What, what happened to them three? Can't them three step up now? Yeah, no, because Wiggins is back. No, they can't, huh? Wiggins is back. Huh? They can. They uh, can. You remember that argument you had right here, right? I said they have to step up. But can they? Yes, you said they can. They can. Oh, so they're going to win? No, they have the opportunity to. Oh. Uh, but uh, Draymond, what, did I say about Dray what did I say about Draymond? I he was said Superman. He's special. I said he's a, you cannot replace that. 
Chat, y'all seeing this shit, chat? Y'all seeing them? You seeing can't them? go back and look y'all at it. Y'all seeing them now, right? Hey, pull it up. <laughs> hey, you cannot replace Draymond, but the only way you lose, if you lose him, these guys got to step up. That's everything. Man down. That's what we call it. Man down, we got to step up. Somebody got to say Moody, Duty, and Booty? I don't know. Moody, Duty, and Booty. Moody, Duty, and Booty. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Listen, I don't know role players, okay? But when you look at this, everything you guys mentioned about Draymond, the screen, some of which may be illegal, they're not called. It is what it is. But the other presence to facilitate distribution, he's basically like a point forward, point guard on the floor. It really helps initiate this Warriors offense. But let's talk about the defensive side. How much is Draymond's game three suspension stretching already not so great defense? Now, Kevon Looney, who's been prone to foul trouble, UCLA legend, with the twisty, shout out to him. Did you say legend? UCLA legend. We're all legends in our mind, Gil. That's okay. What, okay. Looney ain't a legend, bro. Looney ain't not a legend in UCLA? Legend. Nah, Enough? Yeah. Do you know what legend means, yeah, bro? I wouldn't say legend. I, I use legend very, very, very loosely. Okay. Very loosely. <laughs> very very loosely. All right, okay, cool. Twisties. <laughs> Twisties. It could be a simple <laughs> thing. could be a nice curl for UCLA, but prone to foul trouble. You now don't have Draymond. How stretched thin is that defense coming in this game? The margin for error is a lot slimmer now. Yeah. I'm, I, it's uh, You have to play bigger now, which – you know, changes the dynamic of their team. Um, can't go, you really can't go small ball. Um, Iggy's out too, right? Yep. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, they stuck, man. I mean, you look at Sacramento and how they play. It's giving Fox everything he wants, you know, especially with Draymond out because that's the only thing that really was keeping him out of the lane. Mm-hmm. Out of the lane, you know what I'm saying? But now he knows he can facilitate outside of Looney, get the one-on-one, break him down. And Monk, too. Monk is one of those guys that are target. He plays target practice with defenders. Wants to get in. He knows if he can't get by a guy like Clay or Draymond, he got the drive and kick. He's he's unselfish. I like that about him. And then it's a bonus. I mean, the fact that he didn't get suspended, having him back, it's like what is Golden State going to do to offset that defensively? Oh, his ribs hurt. Uh, Man, we good. This is a rib shirt. So he's breathing. He's breathing different. I watched the tape about a hundred times. He's breathing different. He's breathing different. I breathe different. He's breathing different. Like, no, no, to be honest, you're right. Um, without Draymond, it's going to be hard for them to switch those pick and rolls if you have bigs in now. Because with, with Fox, I'm just going to set screen and rolls just so I can go at these bigs all day. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, that drop coverage don't work on a player like him. He's too fucking fast. So, I mean, it, 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 it's a real good sign for a player like Fox himself. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to go off. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If you talk about, look, and I'm not a fan I, of this I hope time. there's a free throw thing. In, 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 can I get my money, please? Like, give me my goddamn money. And I, hope, <laughs> I, I, hope yeah. they, I hope they put Fox free throws at about four. No. They, yeah, I hope, they, you, do, they I hope you do, do some dumb shit like that. They never I'm taking, do that. I'm taking shit over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're you, you giving away info we could have had privately. You know they oh, watching I'm sorry. I just you know underdog looking. It, it registered in, 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 in the Cabeza. They sponsored the show. Like, underdog, I'm going to be real with y'all. Y'all sponsor the show, but you're the enemy when it's time to go get these bags, right? You know, I rock with y'all, but I do not when it's time to do these pickups. I'm trying to get every guy. I'm trying to bankrupt y'all. We're trying to bankrupt y'all. Because y'all ain't being nice to me, man. Y'all ain't being nice to me at all. I'm broke. 
But you, <laughs> broken, broken, broke, broke, broke. <laughs> but you mentioned uh, Sabonis, so after the game, and when we just talk about that stomp, and you look at it, it didn't look like it was a full four stomp. It was a little extras on it, but he kind of he kind of used the other leg to get him up. It wasn't like he put his total body weight into that stomp. After the game, Sabonis got the, the x-ray, came back negative. Everybody <laughs> thought it was just some bullshit. They were just trying to escalate the pettiness. So Dre one up him. He got a, a x-ray on his right ankle. Oh, shit. <laughs> You know, he, he never wanted to be one up. So is that just escalating the pettiness or was he trying to get out of that suspension? This just seems, I guess he was trying to get out of the suspension. Um, this, 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 this is like what, like what people do in the real world, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just try to take all these extra little things so they can try to sue. Uh, like, oh, I, my rib hurt. <laughs> I got an x-ray. Like, come on, man. He didn't really hit you, god damn it. My neck and my back. <laughs> my neck and my back. You know, so, so that looked like that looked like the play where he's trying to outsmart the commissioner. Like, his ankle hurt. And he damn near <laughs> twisted it off. And nah, I get it. Yeah, man. It, it didn't work. It makes sense. That's what Warriors fans are bitching about, though. Like, oh, he could have hurt his ankle. Like, did he? We don't know. We'll see what the extra. Uh, mm-hmm. I like what Sabonis said at the end of the game, though, um, when they interviewed him. He's just like, "Man, we just playing, you know. We're, we're battling." He kind of just dismissed the whole thing. Like, look, I did what I did. He did what he did. You know, it's unfortunate he got kicked out, but you know, we won. Fuck him. No, 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 see now, now, now. If I'm not, if I'm Joe Dumars, that's what I'm listening to. Right, I'm listening to what the player has to say. If the player is dismissing this and this is the part of the game in his mind because he's he plays dirty himself, mm-hmm. then it's all fair, right? But if he's sitting there like, oh, man, I think that was a dirty play, then you make the decision. But yep. he thinks it's like, eh, because he's the one that's feeling it. Mm-hmm. We're watching it, but he's feeling it. So if he's like, eh, I'm not worrying about that. Let's just keep it moving. Then let's just keep it moving. But when you're playing against somebody dirty, right, and you ain't a dirty player, right, you're going to get dirty. Both, both are dirty players. Yeah. So, so, so that you, so you know they gotta both get dirty, right? Yeah. Just because they're both dirty. But if there was one that wasn't, you gotta get dirty to be dirty, right? So it's like, if he gonna pull my, you know, my leg, I'm gonna pull his short. I'm gonna pull his shorts. I'm gonna untie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do something back, right? Or I'm the punk, right? So I like that Sabonis just was going with the shits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You done elbowed me. You done hit me in my jaw. Fuck that. I'm going to grab your leg. What's up? <laughs> J-Mon like, well, bitch, who bitch you? <laughs> and, and it feels like Mike Brown probably got it's a bonus ear like, look, Dre, Dre, Dre you know. I told you. He's wired. He's wired differently. Go ahead and go ahead and fuck with him a little bit. Fuck with him. Good, like you were saying the other day about, nay, you and you, you step on the kid's shoes. Step scuff, on. Scuff, scuff, they do shoes. I, I, remember, I remember one of my dirtiest plays. I used to like, um, you know, back then when you're picking a guard up full court, mm-hmm. you know, the big man usually set that that uh, that screen, that yeah. back that that the back court screen, fuck you up, right? So I'm playing against Philly, and Dallenberg kept setting that pick. Oh my so I just God, got pissed Dallenberg. off, right? I just got he hit me, and he's trying to run, and I just clip him, boom, right? Tumbles, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hitting the motherfucker, yeah, <laughs> right? And we did a chin cut. Right, so pass it guard to guard, and then I brush screen him to get the big open. Yep. Right, Brendan open. So I pass it, run down the lane fast as hell. I was trying to give him a little, just one of those little elbows in the rib. He got me first. Oh shit! Straight dome, just boom. Mm, right, just pop, and I'm just sitting there like, like I walk out of bounds. Like the ref's <laughs> like, what's going on? I got hit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got hit. So I'm just, the play's going on. I'm sitting on the, the uh, you know, then they, it's the, not the scoreboard, but the sideline board. They start putting the sideline board. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, I got hit. He did something. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know what it is. He did, he did something to me. <laughs> we fighting after this game. And I remember after the game, I'm getting ready to go fight him. And, and um, AI, it was AI and Mark Jackson, like, yo, he takes, he ta- uh, he's a black belt. <laughs> mm. You always pick the wrong one. You pick the wrong one. Man, I ain't trying to fight no black belt. <laughs> My skills ain't black belt skills. Get the strap. That was the last the time. That, yeah, that was the last time I was dirty. Stay with the heater. Yeah, I, I wasn't with the heater then. Hey. But that, I mean, you know, coming up as a big, we set the screens. We're always taught to protect protect our jump because y'all are known for coming through with the little or the little beep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's just a part of the game. The thing about dirty play, you got to do it discreetly. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. dirty play is a part of basketball. Mm-hmm. But when it's so visual, with the commissioner sitting in sixth, seventh row, he already don't want to be in Sacramento that long. Mm-hmm. He already pissed off. I got to be in sack like this. <laughs> These damn cowbells yeah. everywhere. Where do you think he lives? Because he's pale. Inside an igloo? I don't know. know. He's really pale. Like, Nebraska. Okay. <laughs> I'm just sitting like, hey, come on, where's the sun at in your in your He's a corn. He said the, the minority report chamber. Damn, yo. Damn. That didn't come from me, Adam. Oh, yeah. Stop vetoing my media request. <laughs> I'm just telling you what's getting fed in my ear, chief. <laughs> All right, but let's talk about Draymond a little bit, then we'll put a, a pin in this thing. So Draymond will likely opt out of the final year of his contract, become a free agent. So start with you, Gil. Will Draymond be back with the Warriors next season, or is this the last dance? He's back. With what money? Who invest, money getting? Invest. Mm-hmm. I can invest in the team now. Just y'all are slipping. Y'all are, y- y'all are not paying We haven't seen the criteria for doing matter. that. It's in the I'm going to do it first and set the bar before the NBA changes it. Mm-hmm. See, this is the year. It's, it's wild, wild west. Yeah. So because it's the wild, wild west, I can offset everything and say, hey, I'll take, uh, I'm going to take my $200 million but I'm gonna take one million a year for the four years, and then you take the hundred and ninety-six million and throw it into the team. But do we think Adam Silver is gonna let that run? It it, it don't matter. We gotta look. There's at, no rules yet. We gotta look at it. Somebody, because no. I can see the Warriors being sneaky enough and assholes enough to sign uh, Dre to a vet minimum, sign Clay to a vet minimum. Yes. And next thing you know, they both hit two hundred million in, in tech investments. Yes. Why you think they opened it up? Inside, outside. Why you think they opened it up? Because, inside, because the players, inside, outside. Throw it in, throw it in, throw it out. Loud. The contracts are so big now that these teams aren't making money. So if the teams aren't making money, let's just say, all right, player, you can invest into this team, and I don't really have to. I don't really have to pay you. Big time. That's right? big it's time. like fucking Bitcoin. It's big time. It's not real money, but it's. I don't. You know. As Coos pointed because out. Because at the end of the day, how long do you get to keep the motherfucking money? You don't know. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's Bitcoin style. So they'd be dumb not to do it. Well, somebody's going. If he's bringing it up for the first time, you tripping because you're giving them the blueprint. I, I'd rather, because there's a rule, I'd rather give everybody the blueprint at this point in time. Give it to Rob Palenka you first and let so it trickle if he's down. Right, if he's right about it. It's gonna kill. The, it's gonna kill it. It's I can tell you game. one team that is gonna take advantage of it, and it's the Lakers. We'll see. The Lakers, LeBron, AD, y'all next contract is up. What's happening? Dame, 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 Dame. You said you good. Here, I got you. I got your contract over here. Let's throw it. You, one, 
veteran minimum. Man. Like there's no rules yet. So mm. I can sit there and have a fucking salary mm. cap of 20 million for the year. Mm. And I have every superstar in the NBA because I'm the Lakers. So my franchise is going to always go up. I feel like Steve Ballmer would probably be more inclined because he got that big bread and he's not really tripping and he wants to win. Mm -hmm. Ooh. He got that. I'm, Steve Ballmer versus Jeannie Buss in the game of Big Bank oh, it's versus Little Bank. Yeah, oh. It's already but, over. But, but, but it's is already over. over. No, true. But franchise wealth, the Lakers is going to always be in front of the club. 100% value, valuation. Yeah. For that that value, and I don't disagree with that, but now when you take the owner bread and stack it on top of that team value, I want to say it's like three or four to one. Well, technically, if you're investing in the brother, if you're investing in the team, the owner's bread does not even matter. But my point is, Steve, <laughs> Steve Ballmer don't give a shit. But what I'm saying is, it don't. The, no, he don't give a shit. But he has a salary cap, so right. your your bit by the rules. Your still. billions doesn't have nothing to do with me. I don't actually have to pay nothing but a couple million, and all your money is tied up in the team aspect. So I'm just being real. I just started watching Succession, so I already know they're gonna do. Caucasian you know move different. They pick four percent. They do it different. They do it different. We're gonna get Dame too. Fuck it. We got Dame PG yeah, four. I'm out. just saying, like, we, we whatever. Who else we need? <laughs> Looks for tags. But Rashad, you think this is the the Warriors' last dance with Draymond, or they're gonna figure out a way to bring him back? They gotta bring him back. He gonna take less. He can't go with no other team. This is his legacy. Picture him going to another team, messing up his stats, messing up everything that he's built. They're going to give him a statue if he stays and he doesn't be. I don't I don't think we consider him a Hall of Famer if he leaves. But what now, just to, to play devil's advocate? Wait, what, what? I'm saying if he leaves, his legacy as far as being a Hall of Famer connected to that team is going to be in question. So right Compared, now, if he retires, he's not a Hall of Famer? No, no, no. He is because he's oh. still with them. Like He has to stay with the Warriors so, for us so, to say like Draymond Green – built that team and he left with that team, that's going to solidify him as like, you cannot question that because he never left. He won four titles. Even if he don't win nothing else from this point forward, you got to pay respect to what he's built, right? But if he leaves that, it's questioning it just kind of like, why would you leave that mm -hmm. when that's your cement to the fucking, to next to these other guys who never got these championships, never got these numbers? It's a good position for him, I think. I think him and Clay both stay, take less, end the fucking career no, with the Warriors. Don't take less. I know. Don't what you mean. I know. I know what you all know. What you don't don't take no less. But I'm just saying, as far as legacy is concerned, like I know y'all want the big bag and get to get the max shit, but as far as the storybook ending, like it would make sense for them to stay and ride it out and retire. Well, here's the thing: we haven't seen Draymond in another situation, and I feel like a lot of people they use the knock that he's only got those accolades because he's with that Warrior squad. So if you Dre and you're that petty, the only way you can really opt out and, and tell the words fuck you is if you go to a better team. Like yeah. you get to the Suns or something. You, you, you finagle, finesse your way. That, that works. But, yeah. I, but listen, Tim Duncan played Ginobili. For sure. Parker, whole career was in San Antonio. And we all said, hey, what would y'all look like after, you know, out of the system? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be stupid. <laughs> Stay where you look good. That's Stay all I'm saying. You Stay where you look good. But the, you, look good. The, you, you either got to upgrade. You can't go somewhere boo-boo now for a big bag. And now, the No, but it does enhance him if he does go somewhere like the Lakers or, or Miami or Philly and he wins. Yeah, for sure. That's now, but you gotta that's now saying up. like Draymond is a tremendous asset wherever he goes. You can't like go to Orlando is what I'm saying. You can't go there's you can't go to some squad. Like shit, I can even say like OKC for me, just depending on where they're at, may not be the worst. I wouldn't live in Oklahoma City personally. So so hold on, let me let me, look at, let me get you two <laughs> right here. So 
another team is giving me, let's say, 250, right? And Warriors giving me 125. 250 is coming from Orlando. You say you ain't taking it? I, me personally, I like the back. Okay, all right. You ain't I'm taking it? I already got four, four fucking championships. All right. <laughs> I already got four. Bring Give me, me my the money. 250. Do I need it? I, yes. I'm going to take it. If I'm, I'm trying to be a billionaire. If I'm trying to be a billionaire, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying it. to be a billionaire. But if I'm not trying to be a billionaire. No, no, no. Because I, I, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Right? The 125 versus the 250. When you retire and you're sitting there chilling, you're going to be thinking that, damn, I left 125 <laughs> million dollars on the table. On the table. Mm. So that's that's all that happens yeah. when you retire. You start thinking about all of them. Yeah, you just no, take that two twenty two fifty and be at Disney World all goddamn weekend. So I'm gonna give y'all a parallel, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna preface it with this feels like a Tom Brady situation. I'm not calling Draymond Tom Brady, but a guy who's done something in one system, performed really well that people have had doubts about. He now goes to Tampa Bay, can still win a ring over there. So is this a chance for Draymond if he leaves the Warriors to be like, look, y'all didn't value me. Y'all gave Jordan Poole this bread. I had to give him the one piece. I can go win a chip. <laughs> I can go win a chip somewhere. Else. I didn't. That's why. But I preferenced it, Gil. I'm not saying Tom Brady uh, and Draymond just, are the same human being. I get it. Just stop. The trigger. No trigger. I'm just saying stop. <laughs> Edible. No, no, no. I'm I, just let that go. All right. What's the next subject? <laughs> All right. I'm just saying because what I'm just saying is because it's not like he's Steph Curry or the main player, but to make that for impact, sure. he's a role player that's you know making the other players better. So you're trying to use Tom Brady. It's just and he's the, the main, situ- but just he's the situ- main player. But just of that situation, that was dumb. You, you won a bunch of championships here. Mm-hmm. Can you go somewhere else? And have the same as impact. A, the, the, but the you reference. are not Tom Brady. No, no, I get you the reference. You are not Tom Brady. I get the reference. The, the, name me a third player that did that. All right, so we got Gronk, right? He's the second player. So are you Gronk? Are you the Gronk? Who's the third? No, third. Third. Who's third? Who else won one? Edelman? Nope, he didn't leave, right? Yeah, he got he got Odin. Did he? No, he didn't leave. No. I think. Yeah, see? That's why. That's why I said just move on to the next subject. Oh, I didn't the, want to beat you up on the big, but that, Antonio but yeah, that's why we Antonio prefaced. Brown? That's why we Antonio? prefaced. Nah, he, I don't think he won a ring, but he was He won a ring? Yeah, he won with Tom. With Tom, yeah. But I'm just saying, it's like this is the third option. You can't put that pressure on him like that. You can't put, you can't do that to him. He's a Hall of Famer, though, correct? Yes, but okay. he's not the, the main Hall of Famer. I guess they, they, but my point is that he's not the main. That goes back to my point. Like Super, Steph, that goes like back Steph, to my point with Superman. Steph is, let Steph is Brady. But he could be the Gronk, third option somewhere, Gronk to your point. is, I mean, Gronk is Clay. Who's that third one? That's fair. Okay. But I'm saying he could be the third option somewhere and still accomplish yeah, the levels that he's option. Had. You know, Brady was just the entry point, not comparing them. Obviously, I know it's blasphemous. Yeah. Chad, please don't pack me up. I'm, I'm it's Wednesday. Packing you out. It's fine. <laughs> because guess what? The direct deposit is still coming this Friday <laughs> at 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern. You know when your checks get deposited? Hey, refresh. All day. Hey, I don't even know where my check goes, to be honest. <laughs> I'll just, just be honest. That I'm not, I'm not that your, that that's not fair. a flex. It's just I never It's a flex. I'm not at your back level. I'm not at your back. I have bills to pay. We look at that shit. We refresh. Let's keep this thing Refresh. For real? But question before we get into this next topic. Players voting anonymously. Why are they always so when do we get paid? What? When do we get paid? <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> on the first and the fifth. Oh, the first and the fifth. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like you the know, Similar. We're okay. close. I got it. I'm, I'm your tax bracket adjacent. Uh-huh. But players, 
you know, given the ability to vote anonymous, it seems like the potential for hate is really ripe. Mm -hmm. So after a crew of NBA players uh, voted Trey Young as the 12th best guard in just the East, Gil, you said those players needed to be drug tested. Yes. Well, it's time to bring the Piss Cups back out because Trey Young and his hateration tour continues. Uh, the Athletic released an anonymous poll of NBA players, and Trey was selected as the most overrated player in the NBA, receiving nearly 15% of the vote. I think only 54 guys voted, so it was eight total votes for Trey. But you, you see it. Other. Julius No, Randall. there's a, uh, Wait, other? With 17 other players. Okay, now Julius Siakam. Like, that makes... Rudy Goldberg. That makes sense. Jaron Jackson? Austin Reeves is even on there. Wait, the there's bottom. only 54 people who voted? Bro, Damian Lillard's on there. Someone voted Dame as a fucking... Yeah, he must have... Whoever he gave 52. Austin Reeves. Yeah, you got to say two people said Dame, so can we guess? I'm going to go out on a limb say PG might have been one of them. Really? Yeah, Just PG and... Uh, yeah, PG and... <laughs> PG don't like Dame? PG The bucket in the grill. And probably Westbrook. <laughs> now, Westbrook wouldn't even vote. He's, he's like, I'm not voting. So it's only 54 players. It's Pat a very Bear, small Pat sample Bear. size. Yeah, Pat Bev. <laughs> he voted for everybody. He definitely did. He voted for everybody. But... We talk about this all the time. Why does Trey Young get so much hate? Because he's a shit talker when he scores, right? When you're a shit talker, people hate you, right? It's just one of those things. When you when you score buckets and talk trash after each bucket, it's like, man, it ain't that good anyway. Like, that's where that comes from. Westbrook was called overrated, or he was one of the overrated players when he averaged a triple-double by the NBA players. Steph was considered... Overrated, overrated too. Yeah. You know why? Because he was light skinned. Yeah. It's a light skin. You think, I mean, it's first, it starts with the light say, skin. Thing. I wasn't going to say, I'm glad it you did. It starts with it, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like you soft and you fragile and you always finicky with your fucking fouling and mm -hmm. shit. Then we start to see you got game and it's like, mm, you really hate this little light skin motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like, you really out there scorching. So you compare Trey to Steph and you're like, these two motherfuckers kind of play alike, right? So shooting from that deep and being able to, Hit the floater, get fouled, shoot that bitch 90% from the free throw line. They gonna hate you, right? That's that's that ain't overrated. That's just niggas just don't know how to stop your ass. Yeah, niggas is just mad. So, so, so I mean, that's what the list really is. It's just that <laughs> it should be you, like who's the biggest hater, Paul? And then no, you're just that you're, you're that dude. Like like <laughs> you're the, you're the most overrated for averaging. What do you average? 26. 26 and 10. Yes. Let me pull it up. You gotta be a hater to be on that type of time. You're 26 and 10, and you are overrated. Like, <laughs> where, where is the where, where is the the love? Right? Where's the love? It's not like he's getting all this shine. It's just that for the stuff he talks, probably on the court is you know just players talking about man, I you ain't even like that like that. What did you think about Kevin Martin from SAC? I liked him. I like Kevin, right? People thought he was overrated, but he averaged like 23. But he, did he talk? He didn't talk. He, no, didn't, he, didn't, tell you, he didn't say nothing, but he had the same air that Trey has. Mm -hmm. Whereas that, I know you're going to foul me. I know <laughs> I'm going to this, right? And it's like seeing how Kmart used to play and how people looked at his game and they didn't respect his game, but he put 30 balls on niggas' heads. Like, bam. It's, it's usually that <laughs> trash talker. You just be like, man, fuck, you ain't even like that, bro. You ain't even like that. <laughs> That's where that comes from, so. So I'm going to read y'all some of the other topics in the poll, and I want y'all to tell me what's a question the poll is missing. So they got best, rest, best ref, worst ref, best fans, worst fans, 
underrated and overrated player, best defender, biggest issue facing the league, who would you build your roster around, coach you least want to play for, coach you most want to play for, least want to fight, MVP, who wins title, who talks most trash, and they also had a go question. So can we get some, like, Gills Arena-themed questions in? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out the – okay, I'm just grasping the concept. Um, I mean, hardest worker – I mean, that, that you can't even um, – Do they have a hustle one? Who's the no. best better, hustler? Yeah, best no. hustler. Who's the best most hustler? Fugazi, uh, who's thirstiest, most Fugazi. Thirstiest in the DM. Mama's boy. <laughs> Mama's boy. Mama's boy. Which which player just – Worst know. dressed. Yeah. Worst – Worst dressed? Worst dressed. That's hard to determine because Mm-mm. jankiest jumper. That's that shit you're gonna throw up on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I done been guilty. No, of what I'm saying is I, I, I for the players who who don't even get seen because they're just to get into the gym early. Yep, them the niggas is they're nominated. But see, you don't you wouldn't know because the camera <laughs> you go before the camera. No, nah, we ain't talking about the camera, we talking about going inside that motherfucker like, yeah, let's see. All, you all, all, all from the camera. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But yeah, so there's there's some things missing, but We'll keep it pushing. Let's talk about Trey in this postseason. Been struggling. I think he's putting up 27, 27 five turnovers. Shooting splits. Five th- turnovers? Yeah. Seven Dude, it's only two games. I'm trying. I'm, tr- I'm understanding, but five shooting splits of 35, 23, 69 from free throw, and the Hawks are trailing 2-0. So I got to know, is Trey Young a guy that you would want to play with? I mean, he averages 10 assists. So, I mean, he's coming up off the ball. He's a quick shooter, which means – because he shoots the ball fast, um, there's more opportunities in the game versus someone who's going to pound it, pound it, set up the play, walk the ball down the court. Like, even if you're a pure point guard, you're walking the ball down the court, you're setting up the offense and all, fuck you, right? That's slow basketball. That means you, you're, done, you're handicapping the possessions. I want to play with a guy who's going to who's going to sit there, push the tempo. I don't give a shit if you shoot 30 times a shot uh, a game. If your speed is fast, everyone gets to eat. So like mm-hmm. a Kaylin Clark, right? She leads the, the nation in scoring, but they don't realize she leads it in assists too, mm-hmm. right? Because other players are eating, and that's the type of player I want to play with. I want to play with an uh, up-tempo guard who puts more possessions in the game so everyone can eat. Man, and he's a crafty, intelligent player. I don't think he gets enough credit for being um, one of those gym rat players that understands the, the game. He does have a little bit of a selfish mentality when it comes to his ability, but all of us do when you know what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I like playing with a guy like him, not just because he passes it, but he makes the right play when he needs to. He's aggressive first. Look for your shot first as a point guard. I expect that. I've seen it from Raymond Felton. I've seen it from Chris Paul. Really uh, aggressive guards, Gills, perfect examples. When you turn that corner, it's you first. Mm-hmm. You dictate the rest of everybody else getting the shot based on how much pressure you put on the point and how much pressure you put on the big. So I like Trey because he puts pressure on them. He makes them play honest defense, and he makes the right play sometimes. The five turnovers is just a bit much because he don't got no help really out there outside of DeJounte when it comes to, you know, trying to offset and balance the scoring, but I love the way that he plays as far as the intelligent, knowing where to go, how to be, what plays to make. He just needs uh, more veteran players that know how to play around him. It's just a young team. You know what I did see last game against um, Cavs? He makes a play, passes to the open guy, and that open guy doesn't shoot the ball, right? those players won't get the ball back. <laughs> I'm sorry, because 
Um, what ends up happening is I I you talking about training the playoffs? Training the playoffs. Celtics, Celtics? Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just make sure you, you, they don't I'm Yeah, I'm sorry. You, you, you're going, you're making a play that's wide open. This guy is pump faking, taking one dribble, passing. You just fucked up everything, right? Take the shot. I don't give a fuck what you do with it. Take the shot. You keep your defense honest. If he knows that he can stop me and still get back to your shot, he's go- I, I'm done. Mm. If you shoot the shot, you make it. Next time I drive, he won't be there. Man. Right? And there's there's shots in the game where you have to take the shot. Stop looking for a better shot. That was the best shot. Yep. And and when when you're talking about a player like Trey Young, he he's relying on these players to make shots and take shots. Yep. You still need to take the shots. It's a wide open. There's nothing gonna get better than your guy trying to take a charge of me. I pass it to the corner and you're wide open. Mm. That's the best shot, right? If you hit the side of the backboard, eh, I'm going to be bad. I'm going to be laughing. I want you subbed out of the game. But you took the shot. <laughs> you took the shot, though. And, and I think that's, some, that's what happens sometimes in the games where these guys, the role players, they're not taking the shots that they're supposed to take. If it's an open shot and you've taken that shot in practice, shoot it. Shoot it because it helps the guy. It helps the best player. But Gil, it's a comparison of a good team and a bad team. You really look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Trey Young compared to Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. making the same plays to different players. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take them shots because we know what kind of caliber team we are. We gotta be a championship type team. Take take championship type shots in championship type moments. Draw, kick, boom, shoot that. Mm-hmm. There ain't even no question because when you come back to the bench, everyone's looking at you like, "What are you doing? Why you ain't shoot that?" I know on the bad team, not looking. <laughs> on a bad team, though, what is Every he doing? Episode. The bad team, they <laughs> looking at you like you were. I mean, last time you shot a nigga was complaining. Uh-huh. Hey, shit! Why you, you ain't? I was swinging too. So now Trey is sitting there like, "Why am I even passing, passing the ball, motherfucker?" Exactly. Man, what, the, what am I doing? I could have shot that. And that's something I want to hit both of y'all on because I'm be doing these underdog pickums. I'm, I'm doing a lot of assists because you know I like Dre, I like Westbrook, but nothing frustrates me more than they make that good pass. Dude either doesn't shoot a good like you say or tricks off a wide open shot. So how frustrating and bothersome is to you, that to you guys as players when you got a guy and it, it gets to that point where shit I can't even pass to you dog because you're gonna you're not gonna you're gonna trick this assist off for me. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I never really worried about you know the the assist total because the style that. You know, the offense that I was in was Princeton offense, so it's mm-hmm. a team, it's a team assist. My thing was always this, that if you're open, please shoot the ball. All right. Right? If someone doubles me and I pass you the ball and then you don't shoot the shot, it's like, why are you out here? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're trying to pass me back the ball so your man can come. If I pass you the ball, you hit the three, he's not coming next time. Now I get to take him off the dribble. For sure. But if you're not doing your job, of course your man's going to keep Leaving and now I'm now I'm coming at you sideways because you're like you're a whole fucking NBA player and your man leaving you. <laughs> like why are you even in this league if you if your man's leaving you to come guard me? Come on, man. That's the shit I be thinking of. That's the shit I I, I think about when I'm playing. Like you're a NBA bro, you're an NBA player and your man is not even guarding you. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> what are you getting paid for if he can leave you to come get me? That's real talk. So we talk about Trey. The mic. 10 million, 10 million, they, you just 
whole just person just left you. Mm-hmm. We talk about Trey. We got to also point out seventh highest usage rate in the NBA this season. Super ball dominant. So when you got a, a guard that's super ball dominant, and Gil, you were, you were super ball dominant. Th- you, that's the cap. Stop lying. It was Princeton offense. I was but in a Princeton you, offense. But, but did you not dominate the ball? No. Never? I was a Princeton offense. So it's pass, cut, slice, bat, boom. It was but just, there was no one four flats in the mix, too? Yeah, that's the end of the quarter. End of the quarter, end of the game. No, hey, to think about it, he never really did. Like, I, it, I, the offense was geared around him. It was bucket getting time. But it, he got a lot of his shit off handoffs and back screens. Charles yeah. Barkley tried to say I was a pounder. And I said, you. When we get past half court, you couldn't catch me pounding the ball 10 times. Nope. That's real shit. I'm just, you know. I mean, you had a a 27.7 usage rate in his career. Trey this year is 32.4, so I take it back. But how much does that take away? Say it again? 27.7. And you see, they just took it out. Yeah, I had to remember it in my head. Now it's back. (laughs) Trey is 32.4. But uh, when you have a a Super Bowl dominant guard like Trey, how much does that take away from other guys in the offense? It it doesn't. that's what I'm saying. It, it, it doesn't because the style of play. It's it's the style of play versus the person themselves, mm-hmm. right? You know, if you're talking about a team that um, he's walking the ball up the court, they're taking about 80 shots a game, um, scoring about 102 versus, you know, someone scoring 120. I'd rather play with a guy who's scoring, that, that, that's scoring 120, no matter who. If it's him, if it's Steph, if it's KD, um, I want to play with those guys no matter how much they average because option two, think about Golden State Warriors, right? Kevin Durant averaging 27. Um, Curry's averaging 26. Third was averaging 21. Mm. Third, 21. That's a max contract. Absolutely. You're the third option asking for max versus a third option somewhere else averaging 12. Like, now nah, I want to be in that type of offense where everyone's numbers is so inflated that you get to really argue about your money. But you got to go to the coaching too. Like you said, style of play, right? The usage rate and how much you pound that bitch and, sh- and have to have the ball in your hand. You go back to like uh, Utah Jazz, right? You would think Darren Williams was a pounder, right? Mm-hmm. Because they got to run the pick and roll and da 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 but then you look at CP, he was a like mm-hmm. pound that uses rage crazy, but like Trey Young has to, right? Because where's their offense going to come? And, uh, and, the, and the coach is not formulating an offense that's getting everybody involved without him having to have the ball. It's all opportunities and situations that really kind of dictate what a player becomes in our league. And it's it's unfortunate because like Trey didn't doesn't ask for this opportunity, he goes into it. And he got to build and formulate his skill set around the coaching style and whatever the, the the system is. Then he gets criticized for adapting to that. Mm-hmm. Now I've figured out how to be in here and get my points off and be a good player, not the maximum. He probably don't even think he's maximizing. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I'm just playing a role. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting 26 and 10 playing a role? Shit, let me really do what I need to do. I could average 15 assists. Mm-hmm. I think he that unselfish when he got a guy like Capella. Imagine if he had a Mars Dottemeyer. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if you give him a real player, right? Give him a real player. Give him a real player that you could throw him the ball to win, or just put it down and get it, get something every time you give it to him. Or you got a wing guy like Stoyakovich or Joe Johnson or, or, or Richardson. Come on, man. These knockdown shooters. This is that's bucket. 
Trey Young got that with this and that. Come on, man. We we talking about some different shit. Niggas is just haters. <laughs> That's where everything goes back. Niggas is just haters. <laughs> a lot of- you know, the real question is, the real question is with his skill set, if you trade it, if you trade him and Steph, how good how good would Trey Young be? I don't think he would listen, he's not gonna be Steph. Yeah, he's not gonna be. It's important that you prep, just like you packed me up for the Brady Draymond thing. It's important you gotta preface that because they hear that again and they're already trying to clip it. Wrap it up, yeah. No, 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 no. He gonna gonna package it now. He gonna package it. We have to really think about it. He's not gonna be Steph, what Steph is. He's gonna be different, but he's gonna be a different, different because he does average 10 assists. So he does have that ability to sit here and do this. Now you have. Other players that's just as smart as him, what he doesn't have the ability to play without the ball like Steph. So that's that's where Steph gets him in that element. But he has something Steph don't have either, right? So they have two different skill sets. Yeah. So I just want to know if he was in that situation, what would he be? Do you add ten more points to that? With the see, that's what I'm saying. Does he score more without the ball? Yes. With guys who can throw him the ball on back cuts, I I, I think he might score less, but more assists. I would think he does because he one thing he does better than Steph is get to the free throw line. Yes. People don't know. I don't know if it was last year, but like two years, he was averaging nine and ten assists, uh, ten free throws a game. Nine and ten free. He was getting to the free throw line. That's crazy. Like he was like it was like. it was like Greek the freak and him. Well, they, they took and beat in him. And they then took the flop rule and they uh, hated him. Yeah, yeah, because he was getting Which, that shit. I watched that shit now, and it kind of starting to piss me off because I know for the fan view, viewership or whatever, but I'm seeing guys that are drawing shooting fouls and they're not getting and they're not getting. Them. Them. And it's like, where do we we draw? Like he's in the shooting motion when that shit happened. It's not like he did the rip through and then got it. Like he's no, he's already out the air. Well, it's intentional now, so they got to start trying to look to take it out. Yeah. Everyone's not shooting just to shoot, going to your shooting motion. We're going into the shooting motion looking to foul. Yeah. Right? It's looking to get fouled. Right. You're looking to get, so they just want to take it out because there ain't no balance between you actually getting foul or you looking for the foul. So what's the difference between that and the layup? You're coming, right? I see you coming. You have three fouls on you. And then I just jump into you knowing you're going to jump and get the foul. And that did that, that, that take uh, the, the charge. I can call a charge based on, you just being in the air, him not even having to be in position. It's just the fact that he's falling and you in the air. It's the same type of thing. Just because you jump don't mean it's a foul. I, I, actually, if you first of all, if you got a charge, <laughs> if you get a charge and the guy jumped, whoever that ref is, get out of the lead. So the guy jumps and you go for the charge. You jump too? No. No, I'm saying if you jump, if, and I, it don't matter if, if I'm in position or not, it's going to be a charge. If this is the rim, and you're running, and then I do one of those, and you're like on the side of me. Yes, and I go for the t- uh No call. Like, they calling up. That's what I'm saying. So you're not even you're not even defensive position. The same thing with the flops is they're 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 calling or they're not calling those shooting fouls because if you think about a charge at any at any point, they're dictating the charge on where your position is, where you're in position, mm-hmm. right? As a shooter. If you're going into one of those shooting fouls, are you in position to go straight up? If you come into me looking for that foul, you're looking for the foul, right? So they're breaking that down and saying, if we take that all the way out, these players are going to stop looking for the foul on shooting motions. So then it's like, that's not a part of your game no more, where you guys, uh, uh, and then you're looking for that foul. 
But I remember what you said about that. Like, you want to penalize nigga for staying down. Like, stay down. Fuck around, jump, stay down. Jump. I get it. I get that. And then, you know, it's like you jump. Like, stay on the ground. But like, it's different, though, if he not, if he stay on the ground and then you go into him. Yeah, I mean, that, you know if, if I eat his space, if I eat his space up to draw the foul, then, yes. you know, it shouldn't be no offense. It's just no call. No call. It's just no, no call, call, for sure. All right, well, let's keep this thing moving. So, Trey voted most overrated. On the opposite side, most underrated. Drew Holiday. Hmm. He's well-respected by his peers. Not only was he the most underrated player, he also took the top spot as the league's best defender, according to this anonymous so player. he can't book. be overrated. Huh? No, underrated. He can't, he can't be, be underrated, underrated if he's the best defender. 100%. There we go, Gil. See, this is why I appreciate these moments. <laughs> you can't be underrated. <laughs> he's Didn't he, he made the All-Star? Yes. He, he made the All-Star. Yes. You can't be underrated. Can't be. But. There's no but. I'm, I'm asking you a oh, question. What is that, what is that, that saying about the players then? What is that saying about the players, what they talk? Are they just doing this based on merit and, and who they like? Is this a, is this a friendship it's poll? It's who we like. Friendship poll. No, what I'm saying is you can't get the accolades and then be called underrated, right? Underrated means you're putting in the work and you're not being rewarded for the work you're putting in. For sure. Mm. That's what underrated means. You're, you're out there averaging and stopping people and no one's recognizing it you're you're the best defensive player you're all all star you're about to make all second team all third how the fuck are you underrated no way now let's say devin uh um donovan donovan mitchell donovan mitchell doesn't make no team he's overrated i mean underrated yeah that's what underrated would be. That he he did all that work, got them to where he is, and he didn't get the recognition for it. So I got a question for y'all. Who's a dude y'all played with or against that was respected by the players more than the media? Jamal Crawford. Mm. You rock with Jamal. I know you had the internet going crazy when you said Jamal could beat Ginobili in a one-on-one. People, but people, as usual... What do you mean? And then there's like they, they look at championships and they look at teams, like so, like a player like him and Lou Will, right? If they were starters with those numbers, they're all stars. But be coming off their bench, they're six men. So, you know, I don't think that they got their real value for who they were as players because of a title of a six man. You right. take those guys, and you know, Lou Williams averaging twenty one, and he got these suck-ass Clippers to the playoffs, right? He's getting paid, you know, five to eight million a year. Um, shit, if he even got that. Right. Versus someone who's averaging 21, making 30 million a year. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, so players like that, that's what is considered underrated. I would say a guy like Al Jefferson for me. Mm-hmm. Big Al. Boy, I seen Big Al put up some big fucking numbers against some big... Big time all stars, all NBA guys. You know what I'm saying? Like night in, night out. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get considered like NBA anything. No all star, no honorable mention. Twenty. It was like 20, 25, 26. 25 and 10, 25 and 11. No, no, 13. Oh, no, he was having a Yeah, he was getting big. Yeah, he was getting big rebounds then. And uh, this was throughout the season. Though. It was a big monumental season. I seen that. And um, everybody looked at Big Al like he was just unorthodox, raw. He was just. You know, one of those Alabama, mm-hmm. Mississippi, big cornbread country, but he had game. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's what, all right, Al. <laughs> all right. All right, Al. And De- yeah, Devin like Booker's that. underrated. Yeah. 
Devin Booker is underrated. Definitely. He's better. He's better than the, the that he gets credit for, right? Um, Demar still underrated. I mean, for He's the old. most of his career, like Dame. Dame, I don't want to say Dame underrated. I think okay. he's underappreciated. Okay, there's a there, you can he can argue that he's damn near first team all year. Yes, I don't even think he has one. <laughs> I don't even think he has one. Right, there's years where he played his ass off and didn't even make All Star game. Mm. But so the, you know when you're when you're talking about underrated, it's usually someone that's that's sitting in the city that nobody pays attention to. Right. Um, he gets his, you know, he, he, get, he gets some quiet buckets. It's usually the quiet guys who are considered underrated, just very quiet. I think it, I, I would, Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum are underrated to me. Jalen Brown more. Jalen Brown more. And just because of what you just said about if you, if you are all star, all that, you can't be underrated. Mm-hmm. I just still think both of them don't get appreciated enough for their skill set, what they do, how far they've come. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I think just now Jason Tatum's starting to get that credibility that, you know, everybody's like, yo, this nigga's really that guy. But Jason, uh, Jalen Brown, the fact he that he, 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 he has to play Pippen. Yeah, he don't get the credit. Yeah, he, he's definitely that guy. I like him a lot. For sure. So let's, let's talk about the other part of that. Drew Holiday got voted best defender by, by this small sample size of his peers. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. finished eighth. In that poll, uh-huh. ended up being defensive player of the year this year. So, who's right about Jaron Jackson Jr.? The players or the media? Hmm. It all it, it, that's 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 tricky because it's which players voted. That's my whole. You know, even going like, into like, is it just all haters? Did they just round up all the haters? No, no, no. It, it all. What I'm saying is, if you know, ninety percent of those voters are guards, then you know, just Drew Holiday's. Uh, Peers, you know, if it's threes and fours, then it's Jared's peers. So it, you know, so it all depends on who's making that vote, right? So if I'm playing against them, I don't know. I'm not voting with Jaron because he doesn't. He doesn't have no impact on me, right? Drew Holiday is the guy who's going to guard me, and I, that's who I'm thinking about as a defender. I'm thinking about the guy who's guarding me day in and day out. So it was about hundred people voted in it. Like I would never vote Shaq as a defender or. Um, a tumble and those type of guys because I, I see you guys when I come in there. I'm right. voting the guard that has who's trying to stop me. I think I think it's more based on media statistics compared to our knowledge of who the defenders are in the league. Mm-hmm. Right? There are certain defenders that was in the league when I was playing I, that didn't get considered at all. Mm-hmm. You know, defensive player of nothing, but they were the best defenders. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you look at Jaron Jackson, you look statistically at what he's done. You got to consider him, right? Let's just say consider him one, two. And then you look at Drew Holiday statistically. What are your statistics going to come from? It's going to come from a lot of analytics, um, deflection, steals, all the different things, but not hustle, the metrics of understanding how to anchor a defense. That's what Drew brings to the table that players understand and why he could be considered that because he's a guard doing that for that team. What KG did for Boston, that's what Drew's doing for them. What Marcus Smart does for Boston, that's what he's doing for them. And so analytically for the other side, you like, all right, they're picking Jaron Jackson because the blocks, the rebounds, what he does as a presence for the team, and how he can change shots, mm-hmm. right? 
So that's always going to be the metric that's going to be different from us and them. You know what I'm saying? We respect what we do on the floor. They respect the statistics. And that's going to give the edge every time. Yeah, I've always, I've always, always thought about when you have two defensive players on one team, who is actually getting the credit? Yeah. Right? It just doesn't make sense. Like when Shaq and Kobe, right? Who is actually getting the credit? You can't give both, right? So if, if Kobe is stopping me, right, and Shaq gets the block, who, who's the mm. player? <laughs> or if I blow past Kobe and Shaq gets the block, does Kobe get the credit for me not scoring? Yes. Stop, right? The actual You know, stop. does he get the stop or does Shaq get the stop? You know, so when you have Drew Holiday and Greek the Freak, it's kind of hard to measure who is actually cause, the cause and effect here. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I've always paid attention to the, 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 the solo guys that were like Tony Allen, mm-hmm. right? No defensive team, but he is, you know, doing everything he can do to, to contain his player. Yeah. Um, Raja Bell. Yep. The Matrix. Right, they're they're they gotta guard their their players by themselves. There's no team support, or a, a team like San Antonio, yeah. where um, Tony Parker wasn't necessarily a defensive player. Um, people said Bruce Bowen was great. Like, ah. he was alright. <laughs> <laughs> he was alright. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of niggas not really defensive like he, that. Well, his defense didn't stop me because I'm a guard. Point guard. So his expertise is denying the ball, yep. front end, you know, th- that you can't do that shit with me. And that's the problem with Kobe trying to guard me. Yep. Right. Your defensive skill does not work in my element. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just how it that's just how it works. Like that's just like saying, okay, who to go work? Guard me at the three-point line, trying to stop me from getting him. Your fucking defensive year does not matter. Not at all. Right? Mark is smart. Guard me in the post as a guard. Your defensive, you trying to take these little charges don't work because I know that game. So you're gonna have to play defense. His defensive changes. So um, it all it's, it's all about the element of where that defensive player is playing. For sure. And then I know obviously later in your career, but how does a guy like Gary Payton on the court? I mean, that's the last name you want. You know what I'm saying? That's triggered. I'm no. triggered. <laughs> I'm triggered. Because my dad worked for the science. I remember those years. You know, we had Don't the glove hats him. and all that. But Don't trigger him. That seems like a dude. Okay, so listen, listen, listen. When he was with the Sonics, when he was with the Sonics. Are you going to go here, Gil? I played him, right? And I was the glove, right? I loved the glove yeah. growing up. It's the glove, right? Right, that's that, that get in that defense and get that little Oakland smirk. <laughs> right, so I remember getting in the game, <laughs> bringing the ball down my rookie year. And then we're in, we're in um, Seattle. And he gets into that that mode, freaked out. Oh shit, the glove! <laughs> no one's near me. Nothing. Like he's at half court. Pick the ball up. I pick the ball up. I've seen the move. I've seen what he does. Pick the ball up and just tried <laughs> to pass the shit. Oh shit, the glove got in his deepest sense and passed it. Mm. And he killed me on offense. Right, all these little spins and post ups, mm-hmm. right? And I remember at halftime, man, I like I couldn't wait to get subbed out of the game. Like that's how bad it was. Sub me the fuck out. Like, whoo, sub, coach. Whoo. Right? And at halftime, he said, Man, you lucky I ain't one of these AI types. I would have scored 50 on the half. And I'm like, yeah, you would have. Right. After that, 
Oh, I hate that. Oh, my God. My usage rate is trying to score on one person. Yes. By far. By far, he got it the worst. When I start getting into my, when the Miami years, oh, soon as he got in the game, fucking flat. Fry him. I'm not, when, when Gary Payton got in the game or he tried to guard me, I'm trying to score every oh, yeah. single time just because of that first year. Get him. <laughs> so his Get defense, him. none of that, all that. No, no, brother. I'm at you, you made me, you put me on the bench. I'm at you. Even though I was happy to go on the bench, I was at him. I remember Calvin Boo said, hey, man. You have, a, <laughs> Cal, my name. you have a problem with uh, Gary Payton? I was like, no, I, I didn't know. No, why? He said, because for some reason, every time he guards you, you are trying to score. Like, you're like, fuck this offense. I'm trying to score. And I was like, yeah, I had to tell him the story. Yeah. <laughs> Cal, Cal, he one dude that reads all of that. She can see that. She'd be like, hey, Gil, yeah. you, you don't like him, do you? you but like <laughs> I didn't value, I didn't value defensive teams. First, second, third, whatever team, whoever that list was, oh, you're getting barbecued. I won't. I, won't I did you. not. I did not respect none of it up there. Yeah, it was irrelevant to me. If you look at my games versus the the guys who were considered all first defensive team, they got their ass barbecued. Well, one, I had a secret. I had Larry Hughes, who was a defensive player, and I got to really test my limits of scoring against him. So I'll just talk shit. You can't guard nobody. You're trash. You can't stop me. And so he gets mad, goes on the other team, or I go on the other team, and I get to really push and see what I can get yeah. away with. So when I had to face other guards, you guys were lunch meat. Man. And people may not, you know, people in the chat and all that shit, they don't know. They, they need to do some research, go back. They ain't got to go back and see yours. You know, you was who you are, right? Mm -hmm. But as far as myself, facing elite defenders from – seven years old up to 30, mm -hmm. right? Knowing that this is what type of defenders they got to throw at you. Like, I know about that shit too. Like yeah. that shit is what they got to work for. Like they got to work every inch and in, in going through defenders like Trenton Hassel. I mentioned Trenton Hassel because yeah. he played on our team. Yeah, but, Trenton. You know, going at guys like Ron Artest, Steven Jackson, mm -hmm. Ruben Patterson, Desmond Mason, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? Ooh. All the real yeah, bruisers yeah, yeah, that's yeah. holding De Dante Jones. Like, I got up for them. Them was the games. It wasn't about going star for star. Like, I knew T-Mac and Vince, and they're not going to play D like that. So I wanted to know what it felt like to play against the best defenders on the other team, the Tony Allens, Roger Bells, the Shane Battiers. Yeah. Right? These are guys that if I got my game to a, to a point, when I averaged 15 my third year and I was able to really like show niggas that I can hoop, I got to go against the best defenders and I got to show them like, oh, y'all ain't really played no defense. This ain't defense for real. Y'all got help and you just playing token, put a hand up, hope I miss defense. Mm -hmm. I've been playing against this my whole life. Oh, this is easy. Y'all just illusionary. Y'all yeah. playing against <laughs> And so when you click for you, it's like, oh, I already know what I'm going to get off on out here. Once you figure out someone's tactic, it's, it's pretty easy. I, one person that came in the game and stopped me, Dante Jones, <laughs> held me to three, right? Held me to three He's points. fucking hack. Dante, you a hack. Right? Held me, hack. To held me to three, and then the next game, Oh, hey, coach, put him in. Yeah, I got something for you. Put, put him in. Because I watch film, watch how he play. Oh, oh, 
put him in the game, coach. Right by right. him. I'm gonna bust him. I'm gonna bust him up. You gonna have. I can't wait. I'm doing that. Nah, they wouldn't put him in. I wanted it. Mm. Yeah, I got so I'm a bust. I'm a bust <laughs> coach. I'm a bust him up three minutes straight. Just bust him up. You got to sub him in. Yeah, and you got to go by. Like I was so mad that he <laughs> held me to three. He was talking trash too. Oh, like yeah. I can't wait next game. I got something for you, boy. He is smart. Smart defender yeah, smart too, defender. man. So that little because it's it's because he plays dirty but clean. It's a, yeah. it's a dirty clean game. He a cool because he's cool. He a cool nigga. <laughs> and it's like he hits you with the cool shit. <laughs> Hit you with the dirty shit at the same time. It's like, you a dirty cool nigga, man. You don't know how to feel about it. So we talked about Drew Holiday. We got to talk about his Bucks teammate, Giannis. Uh, looking a little shaky right now for the Greek freak. Left the Bucks game one loss against the Heat in the second quarter with a lower back contusion. Mm-hmm. Has a practice listed as doubtful for game two as of this show. I don't know if anybody's seen the latest reports, but I'm a refresher trying to wait to get an update. So he barely snuck into the playoffs, but but they seem to be a problem for the Bucks as we saw in game one. But they're without Tyler Hero for the rest of the series. So he's obviously been upgraded from doubtful to questionable. But question for y'all, can the Bucks win this series without Giannis? No. Hell to the no, no, no. No, because, you know, with Miami, Miami's always played them good, right? Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. know how to wall Giannis up. Um, they have a very great defensive scheme. So without him being like fully him, it will it would it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be hard for them because of who Miami is, right? When he was healthy, Miami controlled how Giannis played the game. So him being injured, him being 50-50, him being 75, that does benefit Miami, right? You need Giannis at full potential doing everything he can to will that team to victory. I think that. Um, Milwaukee without Giannis kind of balances up with Miami. The only difference is Miami has more firepower coming off the bench, the more reliable shooters that can really get points. Um, and it's the pace. Their pace is up and down. Miami has that advantage. I don't consider Bam a game changer without Greek in the game. I feel like Greek without the game or not in the game gives Brooke Lopez the opportunity to show his versatility a little more. Because he, now he has to play more. Bobby Portis is going to have to come in off balance and really kind of pick up the pieces of matching the K-Love coming off the bench and also, you know, competing with Bam but giving uh, Jimmy Butler a run for his money, right? But then I think the game changer is Kyle Lowry. It's not necessarily Kyle versus Drew. More so Kyle being the being – the, the, the wild card. Mm-hmm. He's the wild card. Because I like Vincent and I like Hero. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Kyle Lowry, how he comes in, you don't know what he's going to give you. Mm-hmm. And I think that with Milwaukee without Greek, you got an opportunity for Miami to take it, but you still got an opportunity for Milwaukee to just cruise through because they got a system, mm-hmm. right? Greek picks up, you know, what is he? 30, 30 and 12, 30 and something like that. 31, um, 31 and 12. It's hard to pick that up and replace that. But I think that their team structure, the way that it's, it's set up, they can score less points yeah. and pull off a victory if they key in on their defense. I don't think Miami got enough wild cards outside of Kyle Lowry. Yeah, heroes out. So that that that's that's a huge loss. And obviously not on the level of Giannis. But just you guys knowing Giannis, knowing he seems like one of those LeBron type guys who has that, that superhuman strength and ability. 
where you can see a, a wild freak injury yeah. and be like, oh, this dude's going to miss a significant time, and he's right back out there. You expect both of him to, to come back this series and play the entire series? Yeah, I mean, it's butt bruise bone. What is it, like, bone bruise? Back contusion. <laughs> butt bruise bone. <laughs> 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 fucking butt bruise bone. Shoot him up. <laughs> is it a, a back, bru- back bruise? Yeah, lower back contusion. What the fuck does that mean? I ain't Doogie Howard. I'm about to Google it. No, no. I'm about to Google it. I ain't Doogie Howard. I am not Doogie Howard. It's just sore. I feel like... That's a bar, bro. So it's a a bruise. Yeah, bruise. He could be back this game. Yeah. uh, Most likely game three. 100%. If you're down 0-1, you don't want to run the risk of going down 0-2 to my... And going back to Miami, it's just a lot more pressure. You don't. Need. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want him coming back this game, and he's still. And then you hurting. fuck him for the next you couple. Know, it's games. one of those things where it's you know you're playing chess, right? It's it's do we put him in, try to save her game two, um, or try to keep this home court advantage, let the let our home stance try to get us to win, and let him be, you know, fully rested and you know a little bit healthier for game three, and try to still win there. Yeah, for sure. You know, because at the end of the day, you have to, you you have to what win two in Miami. No, yeah, two. you have to win two in Miami anyway. Yeah. Exactly. So let's keep this thing moving and shaking. Time for one of my favorite segments: Hibachi time segment. 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 What'd you say? <laughs> Segment. Oh, we're all, I mean, we're all Use your vowels. We be butchering words on this show, but you know what? I'm butchering words because I, I put something in there that I was supposed to put. Now, Gil, I saw that before the show, and they asked me if they I wanted something similar. I was like, no, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't get down like that. They add, and I was like, ah, sure. And just sure, and I realized, oh, I'm getting a little turn up juice. A little like, this, is water, this is water, y'all. That's you sweating a little bit. Yeah, that got that got that good stuff in it. So a little hey, turn up, juice. Let's talk about this Clippers Suns series. I think Clippers surprised a lot of people with their game one road win against the Suns without PG, who's likely to miss the entire series. Game two, it looked like the Clippers were going to go up 2 0. Scott Foster came in. We know the situation with Scott Foster, CP3. It was a 14 game losing streak. But the streak is done. Can we get some smoke for the Scott Foster? <laughs> yeah, the streak is over. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. CP3 got his win. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep it on. Let's get let's get a 14-game winning streak for Scott. Shit, Scott. Scott came and said, hey. He pulled back, Grimmie. He pulled uh-huh. back last pulled night. Pulled back last night. <laughs> he said, they looking, looking Listen, tonight. I seen the offensive foul. He could have called. Uh, you bet not. You better not. But a large reason for that game to win, Devin Booker. D-Book dropped 38 points, 9 assists on the Clips, 14 for 22 from the field, 4 for 7 from 3, big shots after big shot. So, no, we know the addition of KD to squad, I think, was 8-0 before they lost that game one with KD in the lineup. But are the Suns still Devin Booker's team? Mm. Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, I don't think Kevin Durant went into the situation that I'm trying to take your team. You know, he's the best player. He's um, the most unstoppable player on that team. But Devin Booker's skill, and, and this should go, you know, to all the, the nerds out there when they talk about threes and layups, right? The guys who have been killing for the last few years have all been mid-range guys. The, the, the new defense is set up for threes and layups in – these guys that are mid-range guys are actually tearing the league apart, and you haven't figured it out yet. Like, Steph is still a mid-range guy. He's still shooting mid-ranges, right? You just don't – you're not realizing because the threes are – they're prettier, right? <laughs> Pretty. Chicks love the long ball. 
right? <laughs> and they do. Just, right? They it's do. Just, it's just a thing. But the mid-range is these guys are waiting for Devin Booker to come all the way, and he's pulling up, and it's just like money. Mm. It's money. Like both groups, right? Kawhi Leonard, whole game is mid-range. He's mid-ranging the shit out of you. Hey, but he's, he's giving them some threes. He's giving some threes, but he's mid-ranging the shit out of you. Nah, but for sure. It's a, it's a nice mix. It's go, you got to go to the question. Now, what's the question? Are the Suns still Devin Booker's team? Boom. Yes. Is it his team? Right? What makes the team yours? Right? Is it just because you're scoring all the points? Yep. Because you get the most respect? Yep. Because you're the leader? Yep. Right? Is it because you're most outspoken? Right. You know... What are the criteria to make it your team, right? And what would challenge that? Why would why does everybody think KD challenges whether it's Booker's team or not? Why is it not CP3's team? What's the and I know like you just said points kind of make how many what how you're holding the team together gives you that criteria. So I'm like, well, if it is Book's team, then it's on Book. It ain't on KD, it ain't on CP, it ain't on eight, and it's on book. Because you're going to be your team. You're going to take the responsibility to take your team over the top. Yeah. Not necessarily true. Okay, when Boston won the championship, whose team was it? Which, uh, the, it was Paul Pierce's team. Yes. But nobody looked at Paul Pierce as the... 100%. No. Ke- Kevin, Kevin Durant. Everyone paid attention to Kevin Durant. Garnett. I mean, no. Kevin Garnett. I'm sorry. No. You're, no, you're, no. No. You're crazy. No. No, Gil. No. No, we're not rolling. KG was a role player on that team. Hell no. 100%. It was no. either Rondo or, or Paul. Everyone looked at KG as the forced defense. Forced and alpha on that team. Yeah, but it wasn't his team. It was, it was team. Paul's team. That was Paul's team. No one, I, I'm just saying, like, when KG got there, he had to fit in. No. There was a different culture. He had to buy in. <laughs> no, he did. Him, him and Ray Allen did not have the buy-in. 100%. 100%. They did not change their games for well, I'm not saying they, they changed anything. I said they had to buy in. When, when you think about that team, that Boston team, you think about KG. Because he changed Cage. the dynamic of the team defensively. He's no. the anchor. But whose team was it? It was Paul's team. It's Boston. This is who it is. Just <laughs> like Book. If Book doesn't get drafted to the Suns, right, and he comes in from somewhere else, you can't say it's his team. you got to say it's CP's team. But seeing that it's, he was drafted here, CP was brought in, this is Book's team. Yeah, it's Book's, no, no, it's Book's team, but no one's looking that Book needs to take us to the promised land. That's what I'm, I'm saying. If it is his team, Book need to take us, because you can't depend on somebody else to come in and do it. That's what, that's what Kevin, Kevin Durant came here for, to take us to the promised land. So we putting the pressure on KD. Yes. All right. He's the like one with I the said. two championships. He's the one with the he two finals the MVP. He's the, right. the one with the scoring title. Right. He's the, that's it's. So how similar is this to the 2017 war, just from the standpoint of you bring a KD in now, you got Steph coming off a unanimous uh, regular season MVP, but they obviously same, lost the Same type of situation. Same shit. Kevin because Durant fans still think it was, it was Steph's team. But, it was Steph's team. But KD went on to win the finals MVP. That's in the exactly championship. what I'm because talking about right he's there. He's the hired yes. gun. Yes. He's, he's the hired gun. He's a mercenary. Yeah, right? he's the mercenary. He's but remember the, the energy we had with Steph about it actually being his team. He's like, is this, is this Steph's team or this Durant's team? No. Is this Steph's, is Steph's team, Kevin Durant is coming in like, yo, this Boom. is what I do. Yeah. Give me the ball. You can, listen, you can be the best player on the team, right? 
the, 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 the best scorer on the team, and still it can be someone else's team. For sure. 100%. Yep. So question follow-up for y'all. Do we think that KD will ever have his own team again? Oh, no. shit. He doesn't oh. need to. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. He doesn't, he doesn't need to. Like, what, what, is, what, what, what is he proven by having his own team? What does that really mean? Right. It, I mean, for barbershop debates and conjecture, but I no, no matter where this man's going to go moving forward, it's not going to be to some bottom-feeding team for it to be his. But wait, Brooklyn was his team. Brooklyn was his team. That was his team. He that said was, again. Again, you know. But After was, that, no. I'll, but the expectation of Brooklyn versus the reality of what happened, obviously, when, when, that, when that moves were made, we thought championships. Yeah. Yeah, but you said moving forward. No, exactly. That's yeah. my point. So no, because the, he's not going to put himself there's no point of putting yourself in a situation where you're starting over. Yeah, all over again. Or to be your team. So wherever he goes, if he goes with Luka, if he goes to, to Boston with Tatum them, like no no matter where he decides to go, it's going to be that person's team and he's the hired gun to come in and just take him over the top. But does he have to? Like you just said about the Draymond shit. If they give KD XYZ to go to Orlando, why would I go to Orlando for two hundred and fifty million? Like you said, I know, I'm but going, I'm, I'm not going to leave. I'm thirty-two years old. I'm thirty-two years old. I what I'm saying is, yeah, I can go anywhere and it's going to be my team. But are you saying I have to win a championship? No, we're not. Saying oh, that. then I can go anywhere and yeah. be. I'm the man. Yeah, we're just saying have your own team. Oh, again. sure, but you're not going to do that. You're not going to let me go over there and just average thirty-six and then never win a, a championship again or right. never make it to the playoffs. Or never have pressure. Yeah, I'm just out here just. You know, yeah. you know, uh, scoring title, scoring title, scoring title. Yeah. They're like, "Well, you can't win by yourself." <laughs> That's gonna be the expectation immediately. As soon as it, no matter where he goes, now it's you got to win. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. All right, so let's keep this thing moving. We gotta go to the East. So I woke up this morning. Everybody was hitting me. You gotta talk about this Cavs Knicks series. Gotta talk to you talk about no East Coast shit. Y'all be on. We, we a West Coast trippy. show. Y'all want to hear <laughs> some East Coast shit? Well, technically, the East Coast trash. <laughs> There's no excitement over there. East Coast cheese <laughs> toast. Right, so let's, who are we going to talk about? The Knicks or something? Cleveland and the Knicks. Cleveland and the Knicks. All right. Who we, are we talking about? We're going to talk about Darius Garland. We got Hibachi Cleveland and the Knicks. For Darius Garland, though, we got to give him some love. That man got good. 26 in the first half. Finished the game with 32 mm-hmm. points, seven assists, six to 10 from three in the game. Oh, some nice mm-hmm. trickery. Bucket getting. Oh. I'm going to really let, mm. let everybody enjoy these highlights. We get to see some real Darius Garland, son of Winston. Mm. Buckhead. Mm. That's a nice little one-two combo, though. It is. That's, very very that's, nice. I think that's what he don't get. A lot, he don't get a lot of love because of Mitchell. So I was going to ask you, this is the question. Garland's only 23 years old. He was an all-star in 2022. Coming off back-to-back years, averaging about 22 and, and 8, 22 and 7. Will Darius Garland ever make that jump to an all-NBA level player? I think so. I mean, he has the skill. Um, he has the skill. Um, you know, he's losing shots to a, a, another hybrid type guard um, that's older, wiser. So unless he, in, unless Mitchell is gone, I, I don't see it happening because he's going to be the second option. Um, if Mobley gets a little bit better, um, he's going to lose possessions to him. Um, so it's going to be one of those things where he's going to have to be traded somewhere where you know he can get that fresh start as a young as a young player that can really, you know, um, develop his game. But right now in that situation, no. Nah. He's skilled enough 
to be considered that amongst the Hoopers. Like, it's a lot of guys that are not even close to NBA all teams, but we consider them, like, you 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 could be one of those guys. You got that talent, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, Mitchell's in the way, right? And you, to Don't get, say in the way like that's a bad thing. You said that that don't even – He in the way. He in my way. No. Nah, nah, nah. You the swing, swing. You in my way. Move. <laughs> you in my way. Those are my, those are my uh, accolades. You, yeah, you in my way. Like uh, nah, It's nah, like nah, when nah. you swing, swing over here, it's like I got this, but you here, and you want to do your uh, – you got to space out a little bit, right? So mm-hmm. for Garland, it's like he has to pick and choose when those games he can go off depending on how he gets Donovan Mitchell in, involved, right? The one-two punch has to work like that because he's the point guard. Yeah. He has to be able to, you know, segment in his mind how I'm going to get my 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 main horse going because they, they work off each other. But I really see that Garland got enough skill to be like a Kyrie type. Like definitely sure. like a Kyrie type, and I like that Mitchell is a better complement to that because you got Kyrie, and you're like, how do you go higher than that? And Mitchell is like a D Wade type to me. It's like he really bring that fire, and I like them two together. Yeah, I think it actually, I, I, I think um, if if he learns how to play more without the ball, like coming off pick and rolls and take on more of a two type of personality, and when he doesn't have the ball. I think he I think he'll score a lot more mm-hmm. which if they're winning, you know, 50 something games, he would make a, a, a team. If you can I think the what they're, they're four now, but if you get into that top 3, top 3 and he's averaging about 24, 25. Hell yeah, him. Yeah, you know, if and we had this conversation about the Cavs, you know, can this team become elite? Obviously got Moby, a bunch of young guys that can that can figure it out. This I is think, pro- this is probably the be- this is the best Cavs team without LeBron. Yeah, for sure. And this in the last his, 20 years. Yeah. This is his best year, Garland. And it like they it's, like for me it's hard for me to give him an actual nod for one of those teams outside of the talent. Yeah. To actually say he'll have one of those years where he's averaging 24, 25, he would have to keep that up consistently throughout yeah. 82, 72 games. Mm-hmm. And the way that he played this year, because he started hot. And me and my homie talk about it. Like Garland Mitchell is a hot duo that they really got that fire. But the inconsistency started to come in with Garland, where you know his production started to drop off. They were still winning, but it was more so like how they were winning. It was Mitchell carrying the load. Mm-hmm. So for him to be all NBA, it would be like you got to be consistently kicking ass the whole year on some Dame shit. Yeah. I want if he give give me one year Dame dollar mentality and follow that up with another year similar to that. I think they for sure. To him. Yeah. He's young enough to do it. But let's let's keep talking about this this game. Uh, we got to talk about the Julius Randle hard foul towards the end of the game. Game was already decided. I think the Knicks were down 20 at that point. Tibbs got some heat for leaving Julius Randle on the floor. Oh, shit. Took a hard foul from Jared Allen. Luckily, Randle avoided serious injury. After the game, Tibbs explained why he left Randle in. I, he said I actually was going to sub Julius out. Mm-hmm. He wanted to stay in for a couple more possessions just to find rhythm. To get his points. But I also need to mention, in that, <laughs> same, in that same player poll that we talked about, uh, Tibbs was voted the coach dudes least wanted to play for. So Really? <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty. but what do you think about that decision to leave Randall in the game at that point? As a coach, trying to get my player his stats makes sense. Um, if I didn't get my stats, <laughs> I want to be in. You know, just give me, you know, I need my three more buckets. Um, but you, you risk. Fuck all that. You risk injury. You risk injury as soon as you get into the game. So it doesn't matter if the game's over or 
uh, or it begins, it's still the game. Yep. Right? So it don't matter. Oh, you left him in. When What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck does that actually mean? Talk like, about it, Gil. We're playing basketball, right? Like, the game doesn't change because we're up fucking 20. The players are like, okay, we're, we're going to foul a little bit yeah. harder because we're... No, this Plays are going to be made. The game is the game. If we're up 20 or we're down 20 and the player's in, he has the same percentage of getting hurt if the game is fucking tied. Yeah, man. It ain't over to the fat lady start barking that shit like, like, from the window. What do you, do you expect for Allen not to try to go that, try to block that shot because they're up 23? That was my question for you. Yes. He, was, he, he had the mic on and he said it was a hustle play. He didn't mean anything malicious by it. He got a flagrant for it. He but shouldn't if, have got that. If this is playoff basketball, if this is the 80s, as you so love to bring up. If this was, if it was a tie game or down exactly, two, does know. he get a flagrant for that? Exactly. No. It's a so hard play. So what is the difference? It's not like he's trying to foul. He's trying to block the ball. Yeah, he made a play on the ball. He's making like it's a real play on the ball. He's trying to actually block the ball, right? So now I'm supposed to tell him, well, you know, we're up 20. He's trying to get his points. Let him go. Fuck no. We play hard to the end of the game, right? Yeah. Right? Right? That's what we're right? talking about. We talk. But then there's this underlying bullshit that's coming to the game like where when you're up 20 or up 30, take it easy. You know, don't foul because you up you up 20. You don't got to take this foul, right? But when you're taught certain shit, I remember, I remember certain elements of the game where I fouled because I like, yeah, I have to foul, right? This is what we're supposed to do. And they're like, no, nah, just let them go because we're up. I'm like, I'm not giving up no fucking two points. I don't want to give up two points. I'm going to take my foul. I'm one of those guys that I'll take my foul and I give up two points just because I want to send a message. Like, I'm not the guy I give up points. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving up points. Mm-hmm. So then, then you look at being up 20, fast break. Jared Allen, if he on my team, I love that shit. Yeah. Big fella, let's go. Keep going hard. I know he going to go hard every fucking play to the end of the game. And that's what you want, right? That's what we're taught. I feel like, you know, it always shifts. Oh, well, you're up. It, it, shifts, it shifts for the narrative. Yes. Now, what happens is, and this is what would have happened. He makes a play on the ball, right? Now, if... If Cavs go down and try to score really fast, what would they have said? They're asking. Mm-hmm. Oh, you y'all, yeah, you why are you trying to score? Knowing damn well you just tried to score on me. Trying to run the score. You're up. trying to run a score when you're trying to, to, to get your points. It's it's that's why all of it, sportsmanlike conduct, doesn't belong in the game of basketball because it doesn't happen anywhere else. If we're playing, if we're in football, right, and I'm up 30 and I give it to my running back, my running back is not running to get tackled. He's running until you tackle him. My receiver's not going to go, you know what? I know you're slow. Let me just not go past you. I'm just say, hey, they're going to fucking try to go and score and make plays. That's what we do. So if I'm up 20 and you're playing defense, I'm trying to score on you, just like you're trying to score on me. I do not believe in sportsmanlike conduct. I was never taught it. If I get in a game, I'm trying to score 50. I'm trying to score 60. I don't care what you your defense is. That's how I was bred. Man, I'm trying to beat your ass. That's how I'm bred. I'm trying to beat your ass. They that's, why I was hate, that's why I was hating yeah. the Valley. I was called the boogeyman. Beat your ass. I don't care what the score is. If you're going to play defense, I'm trying to score on you. They taught us put your foot on their neck. That's real shit. Right? Don't let, don't get these country I'm, boys nothing. I'm running up the number. Give them nothing. Well, I'm at least thankful 
that uh, Julius Randle wasn't hurt because this Friday, Underdog Fantasy is giving y'all the plug. Everybody at home, if you sign up for the app or download it or you already got it, you can use code GILPROMO. You should have any pursuits. And they're going to special, special you with the Julius Randle's higher or low pick. It'll be point. Five points. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. You believe yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that nigga like, better be playing. Hey, he better be playing that fucking game. He better be playing. I did it for the Super Bowl. They had Jalen Hurts uh, .5 pass yards. Easy, easy peasy. It's gonna happen. He better Drew be Randall, playing. He gonna find Wait, his rhythm at least. He gets one bucket. He's one good bucket. To go. He gets over point five. He scores on one three man pick. pick. On a three throw. man pick. On a three man pick or something. Well, it has to be a three man pick. It don't have to be. But I'm just saying a three man pick with some lot with a lot on there. Right. With a lot on there. I'm gonna be real. I better not see no underdog uh, hats out there at the next game. Though. I'm gonna know some food yeah, 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 man. We know how y'all move behind the scenes. No, I'm just kidding. But now it's time for my favorite segment. We pushed the chat for questions earlier. So let's get into this. Mostly fans. So we can get on and get about our day. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We strong. Uh, you know, Underdog going to keep letting us do this show. But y'all got to download the app and help us, okay? Help us help you. Let's go. Uh, you said it's the best show in the game. You said we out here did it. We only been around for two months. We really, mm-hmm. we stomping down. No no ejection, no suspension. <laughs> we don't get suspended. But first question comes from Mr. Sauce Man, one, two, three. <laughs> I'm a guest black. Sound like but you never hate. know. Sound like some hate coming. If you swap Luca and Trey this season, who would have the better year? So you put, I'm imagining Trey on the, the Mavs, Luca on the Hawks. Who has the better year? Luca. Luca on the Hawks? I, yeah, Luca, Luca on the Hawks yeah. will have a better year. I mean, he's bigger. I mean, he had a better year, and I'm. Mm-mm. On a on a mm-hmm. bad, I'm saying saying Luca on Atlanta with with trade in Dallas, it's the same. Mavs, they're, they're average the same. Yeah, so that's what I said. So Luca, yeah. okay, but Luke, but so Mavs didn't make the playoffs. Trey goes to the, the same Mavs team. They're not making the playoffs. And Luca goes to this Hawks team. They're finishing I better. Think, yeah. I think Trey passes more than Luca. So I, I would think that in that scenario, Dallas goes farther because they got more weapons for Trey. I think he gives the ball out more. But you got the, the, the offset is the rest of the team now, you're smaller. But for Luka, he's got less reliability. The reason he was playing the way he was playing in Dallas is because the guys he was relying on. Uh, Tim Hardaway, Bullock. They, they hitting trash. shots, though. Trash. They no, hitting no shots. Tim Hardaway Jr. Or something. I mean, I mean, he's shot. not trash, but they're not. Dallas ain't that good. They're not complimentary, but I'm just wait, saying wait, compared Atlanta to Atlanta. team is actually better than Dallas. No, not the, not the utility players. Who's better, uh, Bogdanovich Mur- or, or Murray, Murray or uh, Tim? They just exactly. Hand, they 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 just exactly. I offset them the same. Exactly. Exactly. I do. Exactly. But who else is outside of that? I don't know. I don't even know Dallas. Christian Trapp. Wood and and Trapella, You know what I'm saying? And Kyber, you got. I mean, it's... Kyrie. Atlanta might be better. Kyrie. That's later on. All right. So what are we talking about? Two months? Got, we're talking about gonna, six months ago. You know what I'm saying you can have uh, Trey Young and Kyrie. No. Barbecue. This barbecue bananas. Yeah, you're right. All right, so let's go. Yeah, final right. question of the day. <laughs> what is the final? You're asking final? Is just we just one question. question. <laughs> the final question of the show. Dave Gil, can you let me cook as a host? Cook. All right. You're sucking in a lot of air over there, okay? I just want you to know. 
I know we're at your crib. I know we're at your crib. It's a two-question fucking show for you motherfuckers out there. I right, go. Y'all got some questions. I know y'all got some <laughs> goddamn questions. We, we perused the entire chat. We've had our team out there really getting it. And they, they said scared. it was a lot of they bullshit. Scared. Nobody trying to throw no No, throw the bullshit out. Throw the bullshit out. Throw the bullshit out. But here's the question. Will a team ever score 200 points in regulation? I think we saw the Kings put up like 176 this year. 200? Nah. 200? Nah. Would the defense be that cooked? What is the three overtime? What is, the, overtime? What is the, 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 the highest score? Let me see. I think. 186? Yeah, 186, 184. That's like in the in 70s. That's like the 70s probably? So I don't think we'll ever see 200 in a regulation. If it goes 304 overtime. I mean, yeah, overtime, you get some overtimes and you got some. Both teams are just fast-paced shooting? Nah. It would have, it would have to be. Yeah, it would have to be like the, the two years ago Golden State. Yes, yeah, it would have two to be Two years ago Golden State against like. Then. What about when we add that four pointer down the road? Maybe. Out of I don't see everybody being efficient enough for the, the four pointer. What is the point of having a four pointer? It's the NBA, Chief. It's the. So the, the logo shot should be worth the same amount as the regular three pointers? The, 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 the layup is worth right, right before the three point line. Fair. Fucking two points. That's fair. That's, a good point. <laughs> That's definitely fair. a good point. I think if you shoot it from beyond half court, you should get the four. Three points, man. We appreciate y'all pulling up with us. One today. more question. Uh oh. It's your show. Somebody got some. I don't know. That's you had looking at me for. I'm not gonna ask for some question. I, I thought you just you had to pull something out your pocket. I got a question. All right, we got one more. This is from One Take Robbie. What current NBA team do you think best fits your play style and would you win a chip? My style, chip. I like Sacramento offense. Of course, I like Golden State's offense. Um, mm. You know, it, it's so different now because most of, the, most of the game is just pass and cut AAU style. So no one really has that offensive. And you put me in AAU style, no one's getting the ball. Ain't no fucking pass and cut. <laughs> I, I, I can pass and cut because I don't believe in everyone gets the same opportunity. right? And I used to have that problem with the, um, Princeton that we, everyone touches the ball, coach? Like everyone. Like we all get this bit. But okay. wait, but wait. Tell them what kind of style you play, though. I don't think they, they need to understand what kind of style of player that you okay, was. Okay, so I was a – okay, so – as we see the three-point shots I was taking, right? But no one realized I post up a lot. Yes. I was yes. a post player also, and I got to the free throw line, and I was a mid-range game. So I had all the elements of scoring, right? Um, so I mastered all the levels of trying to be efficient at scoring. So I did a lot of posting up. So when you watch my games or my highlights, you realize – Guards didn't really guard me. It had to be the two and the three mm -hmm. because I was posting up the little guards that made the Bruce Bowens and the Kobe's guard me. Um, I didn't move as much as a Steph, but I was in that type of system. Screen, pass yeah. away. Yeah. He's taking it to a whole fucking other level. Yeah. Um, like I always question myself like, man, I was in shape. What? kind of shape was he? Is he in? <laughs> Richard Hamilton yeah, shape. The rip, like, the you know what I mean? It's like, yep. I was in shape. I did a lot of running when I didn't play, and I consider myself elite in shape, and his in shape is different. 
Reggie Miller type. Yeah, like it's way beyond Reggie. Yeah, yeah. Like you're bringing up the ball, you're screening, you're passing, you're Man. going. You're like that's a whole different full speed. You know, um, more like a Dame Dame Lillard type of game. Um, but he, he's on a you know he's on another level too. So I'll say um, for those of you motherfuckers who don't know nothing about my game, I was a bruiser. A, I, I, a smoother. See, I was see. a bruiser and a, and a smoother, and I, I could play the pick and roll. I can hit the midi. You know, there's not a lot of highlights showing the references of what my game really entailed because I I played position basketball. Mm. So in college, when I went to North Carolina, I was forced to play in a position, and I had the type of game that can be like a Dwayne Wade, uh, a Gilbert Arenas. But when you put into that shooting guard small four around. You stick to running the lanes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. posting up, doing all those things on the cross cuts. I was used to playing when you had plays, you know, UCLA's, Hawk cuts, mm -hmm. Iverson cuts. Mm -hmm, yep, yep. Those, I had plays ran for me because of those scenarios. So I could post up, I could do the midi and do all those things. So my style of game was always like a, a Devin Booker, a Bradley Beal, where you can be a three, four tier guy from the post position, from the elbow. Right, but also do the, the the Iverson cuts and do the isos on the wings. Come off the pick and roll, shoot the three, shoot the three in transition. All of those things, I worked hard for those. But a lot of my game, I trained for was the triangle because I wanted to be like Kobe yeah. and Mike. I chased greatness. I, that's I wanted. I knew where they got their greatness from. It was because of the spacing of the triangle, the pinch post, the mid post, and the wing. <laughs> wait, wait. Your ass was practicing in the summer in a triangle, and that wasn't your office in the in the season. No, I was training for those spots. Oh, okay, those three spots, pinch post, yeah, those three spots. But I knew I would play well yeah. in the triangle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I if I ever got into it, but those were my three pain points for for the defense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm just that's just funny as shit. That it would have been right. Like, he's over here <laughs> in the office that he don't got. Nah, we, uh, and, and then we, every time we play the Lakers, I'm on fire. Yeah. And shit. Like, we ain't even running the triangle, nigga. What you doing? You got to expand your horizons. But that's it for the mostly fans of the day. We appreciate. We know we went a little bit long, but we appreciate to the more than three thousand you that stuck around. Beyond that, one p.m., four p.m. Eastern. We know y'all ain't got shit to do, just like mm -hmm. us. That's why y'all come and pull up and hang out with us. Appreciate you, the underdog fantasy. Whoop, whoop. Hey, yo, we'll pull be your back. skirt down, B. Hey, yo. <laughs> pull your skirt down. Killer Cam. We'll Tell see you on Thursday on Gills Arena. <laughs>